Hi, I'm Brian Armstrong. And I'm James Cormier. Welcome to Comic Train. I'm in disguise! Oh. Right, I caught you before you did something stupid. It's so beautiful here. <laughs> Hi, it's Brian. And James. Welcome to another episode of Comic Train, hosted here on Planet Bob. Um, <clears throat> today we're just going to talk about some DC stuff. You know, uh, what we know, what we like. I, I have a little clip on some villains I want to get into, but... Uh, We'll get there. So, uh, to start with DC, like, they have, uh, quite a few good shows on Netflix. Like, um, and, and the CW and stuff. And, um, mainly I'm watching Arrow and Flash, right? Yeah. Um. I just got into Constantine. Yeah, I, I need to check it out. You were telling me about that. Supernatural. The kid is super evil. Oh, yeah. That's what you were saying. <laughs> um. That was a nasty one. <laughs> Holy crap. So, uh, like, watching The Flash and Arrow, they're going with the new 52, right? Because I, I, I didn't follow Green Arrow that much, but I don't remember him ever being in tie with the League of Assassins. Like, I remember he may have had them as an enemy in a confrontation, but I uh, I never knew. Spoiler alert, sorry. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched season three of Arrow, sue me later. Um, Like, I, it's getting interesting, but it's where they're going to go from here. And, and Green Arrow himself is, he's always been the goofy guy with the funny arrows, you know, the Ned Arrow. The, the punching glove arrow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Boxing glove arrow. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. And they even played homage to that in that yeah. one episode, which was great. Yeah. Um, Putty arrows, snare arrows, bullet arrows. Yeah. Yeah. You name oh, it. Taser arrows, drug arrows, you know, arrow arrows. Uh, they actually yeah. do the, dr- the drug arrows too in the, in the, in the, in, in the arrow. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's, like, they did a couple of them. Which I thought was pretty neat. And then you have the flash, which I can get into bleed, bleed, bleed into because I love the flash. Um, again, with Green Arrow, again, I never followed him that much. Only his tie-ins with the Justice League. Yeah. And uh, that's the mainly how I knew him from animated series and uh, shows like that. Along more, like, I'm going to bleed into The Flash now because I, I, I love The Flash. I follow The Flash, and I, I, I don't know. I live and breathe it. I'm going to be, for the New 52, I'm going to be buying some of the condensed books. I'm going to get my ass caught up on it. But apparently in the new 52, you have your main characters. And uh, first film they put them up against in the series, spoiler alert, uh, was Eobard Thawne. There we go. Got it right this time. This time, yeah. And uh, Half point. Yeah, half point. Um, so you had Eobard Thawne, who was um, Professor Zoom, or the reverse Flash. I knew it was Professor Zoom. But uh, in the new 52, it, it, it's it's done differently, of course, right? Because I know it in the old uh, in the old Flash series. Uh, I think I stated this in another episode. Uh, touch it quickly. Was uh, in the original, he used the Golden Age Flash suit. That's how the Golden Age Flash got his speed. Was the suit uh, that was revamped in the Silver Age. So he ends up envying the flash and steals the suit and goes back in time but he goes back too late to find out that he ends up becoming the flash's villain uh reverse flash and uh so he kind of goes crazy with the whole time travel thing so there's that and then again like i said it was the silver age and you had the new modern age which was he recreated the flash's accident uh same way that wally west in the new age got his connection to the speed force was he recreated the accident from barry allen but he didn't get connected as much as barry allen okay same with uh why oh, i i flashes your world yeah it is and it's cool because in the series i'm assuming off the new 52 they threw in the particle accelerator accident which is how flash got his powers but i could be wrong i still have to read it and catch up um, we're getting there, folks. Right. Like, uh, and it's funny because the next big bad in, um, the series uh, is, series is Zoom, the second iteration of Professor Zoom, which is actually a rival of Wally West. That's why I think they're bringing him in. And they're also bringing in, um, Julia Quick, is it? I think that was mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're bringing her in too. So I'm wondering how the season's going to go. I think it's going to be pretty good. Um, now as for villains for the flash, it's funny they always did cold base yeah cold based villains were your villains for flash because the cold icy slips on and cold slows them down right uh captain cold that's that the was... major one that they 
portrayed in the series um and in the comics too but he had a lot he had uh killer frost who apparently is making an appearance in the series but i won't get into too much i don't want to spoil it for you um and uh like he had captain boomerang the trickster uh which was great because in the original flash series uh the one in the cw one the one who plays his dad was the original flash yeah with in the ship i think it is something like that yeah 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 so uh you had um i think it's kind of homage just like the uh the one doctor there was the scientist leader yeah. of the company yeah ceo of the the company the rival company yeah so i like how they played a little paid a little homage to that so again uh, those are two i like um mark i love how they did mark hamill in yeah. the original series that's where i was going with this and then they did a cameo as him as the trickster on the new flash so Full circle. I think it's great. I think it's hilarious. And there's lots of other DC, but you have your mainstream. A lot of people know the mainstream. And um, one is uh, Aquaman. One that not everybody's liked, but apparently the, the, the looking of the movie is... He looks pretty badass. Yeah. He looks. Yeah. How they're going to portray him is a different story. And what kind of story they're going to do, yeah. Yeah. Are they going to go with the, um, the betrayal of his brother... Uh, you know, trying to kill him. Is that how they're going to introduce him and destroy the world? And who knows, right? Should but be we'll see. Yeah. The one I'm actually looking forward to, and oh, she looks badass in uh, Batman v Superman, is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, they, I think they might actually get her right. The strong, independent female woman. The Amazon princess who will come in kick your ass doesn't give a crap about your name and then go back for more that's who i know wonder woman and it was funny because again i've said in other episodes wonder woman was lots of story arcs lots of you know depowering and we won't get into that much we're trying to skew somewhere else so um what do you know for dc like comic wise or the or the tv stuff anything anything uh, that bleeds into it and i i can fill in what i know for me um comic books that i read were Definitely not mainstream. I've mentioned it before. Who is Mad Dog? Um, Checkmate was another one that I really enjoyed. Okay, yeah. Um, Checkmate. Manhunter. Not Mar Martian Manhunter. 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 Yeah. Technological Mass, Battle Staff, and all that stuff. I really liked him. Uh, Firestorm was another one. Um, I think I read a couple episodes of uh, when they had when they experimented with the Suicide Squad comic book. Yeah, uh, yeah. I read a couple of those. There's been a few iterations of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, well, there's they come and go because you know they're psycho guys. Yeah, they sometimes escape. Can we say? But then when they get caught, <laughs> yeah, then they... it was the yeah. In the Arrow, they're doing uh, the Suicide Squad Argus thing, which yeah. is kind of cool with Amanda Waller. Yeah, and uh, and that's what made me think of uh, actually Checkmate. I only read the first issue of Checkmate, but in the Arrow, um, Diggler, his, yeah. his buddy, that guy reminds me of the guy from Checkmate. Because the operative in the, in the first, episode, first issue of Checkmate, you know, he goes through this whole thing to bring down a... A left-wing organization, you know, like uh, hate hate crimers and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the the very last page, well, I don't know if it was the last page or not, but the thing I remember the most is the guy's spouting, like he's in the cop car, he's arrested and all that stuff, and he's just spouting on and on about, oh, you guys are all, you know, you're you're gonna regret this and blah blah blah, and he goes on about uh, how you, you know, how you black fellers are are scum of the earth and all that crap, and then all of a sudden Checkmate just walks up, takes off his glove and. He's an African-American dude. And it's like, oh, yeah, that, that was great. I loved that part. Yeah, key points like that really make – and that's what catches you. I find the beginning or an end of a series that if it doesn't snag me in the first few episodes right there, I'm just – yeah, it's, I don't think it's going to interest me. Yeah. Uh, I'm, ju I'm just trying to think. Like, um, For me, it was a lot of uh... – it wasn't mainstream stuff. Like all, it was a lot all over the place, mainly. But like Manhunter, I think was the one I followed the longest, and Firestorm as well. Yeah, um, you said you followed Firestorm a lot. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they did him justice in? Um, in I um... like the way I I like the way they did it. It was the it was the Ronnie and the Professor. That was the Firestorm I knew. That that was before the New Fifty Two. That that's the Firestorm I remember. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of what they did. You know, in the, this like one. Uh, yeah. Ronnie's body, and the Ron Professor's mind. Yeah, the Professor is in the background in his mind. You know, saying, "Okay, you know, this is the scientific solution to this. Why don't I just make a big, big puffy marshmallow?" Boing. Okay, there we saved the faller. You know, that's that's that. that I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, 
I actually did a little bit of uh, reading up on this and that, and apparently a lot of people are thinking that Firestorm, he's just not a comic. Uh, uh, how did the guy put it? He just wasn't, uh, he didn't have the draw of a lot of the other mainstreamers and stuff like that, so they, he couldn't envision reading more comics based on this character. And for me, it was like, ear review, ear review is bad. I, I read it because I liked the the idea that he could just, I just like the idea that he could manipulate matter. I mean, puffy, mar- big, gigantic marshmallows to save a guy falling off a building. Who thinks of that stuff? Yeah, you know? exactly. It's, it's, they, they just throw in the cool stuff. But I find, I find what happens with a lot of that is the original stuff that catches people and makes you think no offense to kids nowadays i don't mean to be cruel no disrespect to use but if it's not bang bang boom and in your face it doesn't catch you like young justice is one i loved young justice how they did that and it only lasted for two seasons because it was in-depth story it was portrayal it was love interests love triangles it was up it was down it was secrecy you know it was everything and it was change and you're like this is awesome i love this oh yeah we're canceling that but here watch hulk and the agents of smash for four seasons <laughs> oh that was horrible and was... just for you though for those of you who don't know what young justice is it's basically the young justice league it's an animated series oh thank you yeah i guess i should have chimed that in but um oh my god did you watch more than one episode of the of hulk and the agents of smash I couldn't even get through one episode. Me either. The I first I got... episode, I got 15 minutes in, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I just wasted 15 minutes of my life. I think you got further than I did. Probably. <laughs> I only got about 10 minutes, and it was just like, well, uh, no. There's no. some series that I I I would just didn't get into at first, and then I revisited them, and you know, you were like, this is actually pretty cool. And so for me, that was the Arrow television series. Same with me. I watched the first it's... three episodes, and I was like, this is just horrible. I'm not following it whatsoever. He, I don't like the actor. He's not coming. It's not drawing me in. But then I'm like, you know what? I need to give it another shot. Yeah. Everyone says it's good. You get to four, five, six. You're like, okay, this is interesting. End of the season, you're like, where's season two? Yeah. Where's season three? And see, with me, it was like I watched the first episode. Then I watched half the second one. It was, and I was like, yeah, no. And then I watched whole season of Flash. And I think he's got three appearances in there. Three cameos, yeah. And And – they're not like huge roles or anything like that and, and it was just like okay i'll go back watch the first episode eh, second episode okay third episode is when it started drawing me in and you know then i kept watching it and good god the third the second the third and they had four seasons or three they have three seasons four okay, so seasons coming out halfway through the second season just the stuff that was happening i don't want to give away anything because i don't like doing spoilers i used to work in a movie well i used to work in two different movie uh, rental places and I always had customers running things on me and I don't like doing that but second and third season um, really pay off for this series it does and it's where are they going to take it for the yeah fourth? like when, when they transitioned from second to third you were like what the hell can they do to make it even more interesting now and then third one came out and it was like oh that's what they can do holy crap yeah but now it's like fourth what are they gonna yeah, do what can they do the way they peaked it with i'm not gonna say anything watch it. um so back to sorry back to uh firestorm yeah um so. i i don't know i guess i like the uh the the lesser key characters like he he's not he's part of the just the justice league but he's not one of the powerhouses or anything like that but at the same time like his abilities like he, he can control his density so he can like the martian man country he can slip through objects or become very dense yeah but his main thing was the ability to manipulate nuclear energy as well as atomic structures. So, I mean... Because everyone thinks he's a fire. Yeah. Fire base, but he's not. He just fires off. He can fire off fire bolts. But that's not all he, all he can do. I mean, he flies using his flame, yes. But, I mean, this is a guy who... Okay, there's four bank robbers. They have hostages. <laughs> okay, their guns are now balloons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, for just the... Okay, yeah, he could go. he could fly in, you know, become as hard as... And denses like cobalt and smack them around or something like that. Or you could turn their guns to balloons, which is the more entertaining thing. I mean, you see Superman bashing around everybody. You see Batman doing his martial arts and cracking skulls and stuff like that all the time. You see, um, no offense or anything, that Flash speeding in. He's using just his, punching. Yeah, just punching. You know, it's, it's all fisticuffs. You've got a guy who's like, okay, that ceiling above you is now like pudding. 
Yeah, and, and it's great how they combine uh, Ronnie Raymond and the the professor because he's the yeah. mind. He's like kind of the mind behind it. Yeah. But Ronnie doesn't become the brawn. He becomes more of the doer. Yeah. Not the. He's the outlet. He's he's the. Okay, you got an idea, professor. Uh, do this, 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 this. All right. <laughs> Okay, it's done. Hey, that worked out pretty good. We're a great team. And actually remember seeing that it, like a couple of times in the comics. We we make a great team. If, if only we could have more in us. And then later on in, the, in one of the, the series as it branched off to, uh, uh, I think it was first Firestorm, then Firestorom, the Nuclear Man. Uh, when it branched off, there was three of them that were combined. And then it branched off even further where like there was in the New 52, the, apparently it's it, the Firestorm was... Uh, it's a scientific project to give every nation, every country its own firestorm in order to end wars. Because, you know, if everybody's got this guy, he's capable of creating, like, nuclear explosions and stuff like that. Nobody's, okay. Nobody's going to want to do it. So, I mean, I, I, I didn't get that far into it. I mean, one of the, the – I mentioned it on one of the previous episodes, one of the – one of the ones I remember is where the young uh, Aboriginal uh, boy from Africa, like he's this starving kid. His village is like, you know, it's crap. I mean, isn't, no that, other isn't that where they created the multiple firestorms? Yeah, though? that's that's where it started. That's where it starts. And then he gets the firestorm power and he helps his village. Like, I, I just like the fact that uh, that's kind of stuff is it was in this comic. Captain Adam was another one that I used to read as well. Okay, I never, I never followed Captain. I, I followed him in a lot of the crossovers. Like he was in Superman. Yeah, he was in a lot of different uh, he things. He was in, um, he was in a few of the Flash and a lot of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, but as for a comic himself, I see. It's funny. This is great because you, you, you followed other stuff than I did. Yeah. So Captain Adam, not so much. So <laughs> basis, Captain Adam, he was a, a military prisoner. He, like he basically had a bad attitude. Yeah, I think, I think he decked his officer or something like that. So he was a, he was in the brig basically. They offered him the, this chance to redeem himself and if he went through this experiment so they put him in this cocoon thing uh alien technology basically was uh they recovered an alien some kind of alien device or something like that and they were testing it and all of a sudden he's gone big it's big flashlight big explosion he's gone they're like "Ah, we screwed up 10 years later all of a sudden there's this big crater in the same general area and there's this guy who has metallic skin red eyes and it's him but it's now Captain Adam instead of the human. Now he's suffused with, he's made out of pure energy. So you know, did he need a, a containment suit? Yeah, that, that, was, that was the silver skin. Like he, he's now like able to absorb any kind of energy. Uh, he's able to transfer it to nuclear energy and fire nuclear bolts. He can fly. He's got strength, um, basically. Well, he can emit like uh, uh, sunlight in that too. Yeah, right? like he, different ways of Because I remember him fighting it, Superman in one episode and he emits red sunlight and yeah. blasts him with yeah, it. Yeah, different, and different it wavelengths. Superman. Yeah, different wavelengths of energy and stuff like that. But the um, his main draw was he was this guy out of time, similar to the Captain America idea and from our but he was this guy out of time it was like 10 years later so everything he knows is gone now he's thrust into the into the military again and they're like okay well you work for us and he's like we'll see about that you know kind of thing he does his own thing and stuff and he does some jobs for them stuff like that he fights some villains one of them one of the another memorable issue is uh there's a nuclear submarine the nuclear engine is breached kind of thing and it's going to contaminate like the eastern seaboard or whatever it was and uh he goes flies under the water and he absorbs the nuclear energy and off panel you you got his uh one of his friends going uh adam you know what this is going to do to you i don't care i have to do it i have to save all these people if i don't do this the whole place is going to be irradiated it's going to mess up everything and so he absorbs all that radiation and back through time. But this time, because he has more control over his powers and stuff like that, it's only like a month jump. And his absorption of energy is what propels him through time. When you think about it, good God, like this is a guy who can absorb any kind of energy. You know, terrorists threatened with nuclear, well, send him in. You know, who cares? They blow it up. He, he could jump back yeah. in a week and go, they're going to do this here and now. Stop it. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got the potential to be one of the strongest heroes, but he still doesn't... Um, like he's not as flashy as Superman or well he's not as well you know, known he's not mainstream exactly he's not mainstream so everybody kind of just overlooks him and i find that there's a lot of a lot of heroes out there that a lot of people didn't know like Hawk and Dove was another set i loved Hawk and Dove um they were uh, brothers if i remember correctly yeah, they were brothers one was well I, 
until the actual series of Hawk and Dove. Because yeah. uh, first the first issue of the series of Hawk and Dove, uh, the younger brother Dove dies and is replaced by a female, I believe it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think I recall that. And their main enemy was Kestrel, another bird kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, um, like, Dub was this soft, um, Peaceful. Peaceful. Let's resolve with words. And... If I have to kick in head, I will, but let's try and do this peacefully. Whereas Hawk is like a hawk. You know, he goes in, I'm going to beat you to the ground before he has a chance to even talk to you. And Dub's response to almost all the time is like, why do you have to be so violent? It's who I am. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's what I do. Um, but... Another one queuing off that I kind of followed a bit about, uh, about which was before Teen Titans was uh, Cyborg. See, I never got into the Cyborg thing. Um, I, I, cause in the New Fifty Two, I don't know if I can't remember, but I remember it was um his father and his mother were uh, they worked at Star Labs, yeah, and um he was just a football player. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened was there was an accident, so his father used alien tech they were studying to save his life. But what infected his body merged with the tech and made him a cyborg. Yeah. Um. So and he he actually hated his dad for doing that to him because he thought his dad ruined his life because he thought he could be a star athlete, football player. But his dad does this and saves his life. And after a while, he he ends up coming to terms with it and he ends up clashing with Robin, uh, who I think was Dick Grayson at the time. Yeah, it was Dick Grayson. And uh, because, yeah, Dick Grayson is the one that becomes Nightwing. Yeah. So um, he clashes with them. And then when Robin ends up becoming part of the new Teen Titans, they they bring him in. Right. And it's actually pretty good. Um, Another one is I remember Beast Boy, uh, a lesser known one. Sorry, Changeling. Yeah. Uh, Everyone calls him Beast Boy. It's Changeling. But. But um, that was actually pretty interesting, you know. I like how they did it in Young Justice. I don't know if that was his original origin story, but Young Justice uh, season two, um, there was in the first season there was a a, a lady who she uh, Miss Martian based herself off yeah, of Megan, uh, Megan, and uh, so she based herself off of watching the TV show from Earth. Uh, well, her son ends up getting sick or. A, hurt in an accident and he needs a blood transfusion so she gives him a blood transfusion because her cells can adapt to any blood type yeah she's a changeling so like she is a shapeshifter and in the second season he comes in as beast boy because the blood mutated his is is him yeah. and it gave him the ability to change into animals kind of like the reverse of bruce banner and she-hulk yeah exactly that's that's <laughs> yeah exactly um so a lot of lesser knowns you know mm-hmm. here right yeah uh, i'm just trying to think like well um, the one i didn't like the one i didn't like because i always considered him flash's villain was captain boomerang and how they brought him in on the arrow i like how they did it don't get me wrong he, as a character, he was actually really, really good. Yes. As an insertion into the 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 villain, yeah, I agree with you. He was not he was not well placed. I not mean, portrayed because the thing I loved about the Flash villains is they were always off the wall. These goofy, big friggin' what are you doing? He had his hardcore villains. Any hero has their hardcore villain, mm-hmm. but Captain Boomerang was he was a, a giant boomerang to take out the Flash. Well, I mean, I remember like. I remember the boomerang I remember was light blue outfit with a bunch of little silver boomerangs all over the place. Yeah, and he had like the arrow Robin Hood type hat with a feather in it. I know. And and in the series, the arrow, uh, he was this mercenary, you know, I got a trench coat with all kinds of boomerangs. Okay, that's fine. But I mean, that's not the boomerang I like. Well, Captain Cold, even in in the Flash series, um, he has the parka on with the glasses. Yeah. Which kind of pays homage to it because he's dressed in this blue and white parka with like diamonds on it, and he has the glasses to prevent the glare with his gun, right? Yeah. Um. So again, lesser knowns is is what we're trying to get through. Like yeah, like you, you think you think you want to see Iron Man and the Hulk and all these other ones and Batman and the Flash. You need to find the gems in the bin. That's that's where you need to look. Because sometimes you'll find something, a character you'll end up loving more so. Like everyone was like, ah, Hawkeye this, ah, Hawkeye that. You know, the first movie, they were like horrible with him. He didn't have lines to the later half. Yeah. But in the second, Age of Ultron, yeah. that's how I remember Hawkeye being in the comics and the cartoons and all that. The 
quippy smart ass yeah you know pulls you out no one would even know <laughs> yeah you just blame it on something no one would even see yeah you know yeah so um but your lesser known people is 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 where we're getting at um starman was another one yeah there was starman uh nothing bit nothing at all based on the television series and the movies with the movie you had jeff bridges yeah jeff bridges uh television series had another guy i uh, know this one wasn't was... the television series mark hamill no i don't no, think so I, I remember a movie with mark hamill a star or something i may be getting my stuff mixed up here but no it's possible we've seen too many movies yeah but just... uh basically he I, a teenager's out on a camping trip and he gets nailed by an alien energy source. So like, he's basically just irradiated. He comes home and he's got all the, and he starts getting all these powers. Like he's got minim, minimal extra strength. Uh, he can fly. Uh, he, one of his main things is he can alter his, his features. So he can basically, you know, be whoever he needs to be. So that's his costume. He changes his face. Like I remember one part, he's like, oh, I really need disguise. So he's looking in the mirror and all of a sudden, hey, generate some light from his hand to like give himself a little tan but he only does the bottom part of his face and the rest of it is the regular color so he's got this ninja mask skin kind of thing you know and a regular face up top and he's like oh crap i screwed that up i wonder and he's thinking and all of a sudden his face just alters color and he's like well that'll work <laughs> it was just nice um it, it, I personally like, I, I've said it earlier, I, I like the underdogs. I like the guys, you know, you're not going to, that aren't Superman. That they're not, you know, they don't they're have. The, they have everything. There's nothing you can really do to beat them. Yeah. And that's the one I don't like. Like, and a lot of heroes are portrayed in comics that way. It's like, your, your big heroes are like, oh, you can't beat them. They always come out on top. But your underdogs, another one I loved was Booster Gold. And Blue Beetle. <laughs> yeah, Tim Cord as Blue Beetle. He was the one who didn't use the scarab. He just went around with tech and a suit. Yeah. And he fought crime. And Booster Gold was the guy who came back from the future to make it rich and famous. But he's horrible at it. He steals this outfit, and which gives him flight and a few other... Uh, Force fields. Uh, yeah. Uh... Some an stress. energy bl- does he have a gun or is it an energy blast? I can't. Remember. I think it was, I, it was one of the two. I can't really remember, but yeah, he 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 was like basically starstruck. He 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 went back to be famous. <laughs> he was and the comedic gold. I said this before between uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle was just it was just hilarious. I remember one. Uh, um, what was the? There was a team they were on. I'm trying to remember. It was uh, Justice League Hidden Files or something. And you had uh, Blue uh, Booster Beetle or Booster, Booster Beetle. Beetle. <laughs> That'd be an interesting one. We're making them up now, folks. Uh, uh, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, and there was a few lesser known heroes. And they're just Elongated Man was part of it. Um, so you had. Uh, why can't I remember them for the life of me? But it was just this great miniseries. And you, and just like, I remember one time, um, Blue Beetle's shooting and uh, his gun and they're tra- chasing after this group of uh, uh, criminals. And Booster Gold trips and fires and he hits the fire escape. It swings out, takes out the criminals. And when you turn around, he's standing upright with his arms at his sides. Just as I planned it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and you know, Blue Beetle's just looking at him like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. You know, it was just stuff like that that I, I loved. Um, you have a lot of lesser-known uh, villains, like I've said. Uh, they all had their villains, and it was always—it's funny because you look at heroes; their villains were mainly what they were, right? As you said, Hawk and Dove was um, Kestrel. It was another bird kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, he was a malicious guy. Um, crap. Firestorm had um, who's the the ice guy, the big ice guy there. I thought it was it was. Am I mixing up my comics here? Um, I thought his his main. See, see unfortunately, that's the thing. Uh, I don't think they bled it on long enough for. No, it it was it was. Uh, I don't remember any of the villains of the comics I've read, which is sad. I I freely admit, but uh, like I remember some of them, some of the confrontations and stuff like that, but. Firestorm, it, for me, it was more of a, just enjoying how he's, you know, like, I mean, guns to balloons, big marshmallows, you know, that was, that was my draw. I didn't, I, I read the stories, I enjoyed them. See, uh, I love my it's been years. and I love my sorrows. So I loved my villains when an, an awesome villain would come in. So we're going to talk villains in DC. We have to go to the big one. 
That's that's good to the Joker. Well, he's not that big. Oh, yeah. He's a he's a skinny little dude. I love how dude. they played homage to Harley Quinn in Arrow, the episode with the Suicide Squad, and is like, "You're not my therapist," and you hear a girl with a crazy voice and the thing, "I can give you therapy. I'm a therapist," and you're like, "Nice, Harley Quinn. That's yeah. great, right?" But um, Harley Quinn, believe it or not didn't actually exist until Batman the Animated Series. She didn't have her own standalone comic. She was she was just... It wasn't until later on that she actually got hers. But um, she came in as a psychiatrist to the villain Joker in Arkham Asylum, and she was fascinated by him. And she kind of went loopy herself because the Joker got plays in with your fucking mind. Got in her mind. Like, um, speaking of the Joker, the only... He doesn't really have an origin story. The only origin story I remember is from the killing joke. And they didn't give him a name. But apparently he was like a stockbroker or something who wanted to follow his comedic career. He wanted to be a stand-up comic. And um, after after he failed, uh, some gangsters, because he used to work at a chemical company. That was it. He used to be a chem- work at a chemical company. And um, the gangsters wanted him to help him break in. And they were going to pay him. But his wife got really sick, and I can't remember if she got sick or died. I think she, I think she died, and uh, they still. He's like, I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. And they forced him into it. Mm-hmm. So breaking in, they made him wear the mantle of the Red Hood. So uh, the Red Hood in early series was played by anybody. The Red Hood would put on the hood and be this vigilante for, you know, criminals. Oh, yeah, we're rubbing from the rich, giving to the poor. They're actually just lining their own pockets. So um, he got put on the Red Hood to be made the leader. When cops came in, of course, everyone got shot. Like, everyone got shot and the gangsters ran away and he's in the Red Hood. So he ends up getting confrontation with the cops to get away from them. Batman comes in and he ends up to get away from him, jumps into a vat of chemical and he comes out and gets drained out the sewer line. Uh, when he comes to, his skin is bleached white, his lips are bleached red, and his hair is bleached green. And with that and the, his features and the loss of his wife, he goes insane and becomes Batman's greatest villain because he blames Batman. Uh, that's the only origin story I know of the Joker. That's it. And it was very, very small. They didn't bleed into it too much. Just this, this happened, blah, 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 Joker. And the Joker, maniacal, like mental, you know, just him beating uh, the second Robin to death. Uh, uh, You had Dick Grayson, Tim Drake. No, not Tim Drake. I'm messing up. We had Dick Grayson. Anyway, uh, he became the Red Hood because he beat him to death in a warehouse Almost, and then blows up the warehouse with him in it. Ra's al Ghul, respecting Batman so much, takes his body and puts him in the Lazarus Chamber. But the thing about the Lazarus Chamber is it immediately drives you insane, takes something from you, coming back to life. So he goes crazy and becomes the Red Hood. And he's just trying to kill the Joker because he's trying to figure out to Batman. He says to Batman, like, why are you letting him live? Because he thinks the Joker should be killed. Um, so you have you have many iterations, but the Joker, like they made him campy in the uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, right? Television series, yeah. Yeah, but the way he was portrayed in some of the series and just maniacal, just mental. You love it. Just how he, you know, plays with uh, Jim Gordon and and taunts and kills his wife and yeah. then shoots his uh, Barbara Gordon, who's Batgirl. Uh, through the spine, which is the killing joke, right? And that's how Barbara Gordon becomes Oracle because uh, she still wants to help, but she's paralyzed, right? Which later gets fixed due to science and technology. Good old science and technology. Yeah, well, you know. Another lesser known one I liked was Static Shock. Yeah, see, I, I don't. The only th- thing I remember from Static Shock is the television series. I remember the television series and I remember the, I remember the comic. I read yeah, it for yeah, a little while. Uh... And the television series kept very cartoony, but it kept to it. Like the comic actually bled off of the cartoon series because of where they went with it. And, and Static eventually becomes part of the Justice League way later yeah. on in the universe, right? But uh, I really liked, uh, you know, you had this, uh, another black superhero. He's just a teenager. Him and his people in his town get bombarded with this chemical and everyone randomly gains superpowers. Can you imagine, like, I live in a small town. Uh, If anyone wants to look up 
Espanola, Ontario, Canada. You'll find it's a small little burg of hell, 5,500 people. And you think of a small city like that, and you ever think of a universe where superheroes can be created? And there's a lot of low-income families here. There's a lot of trouble, crime, you know, stuff like that. But it's all like B&Es and stuff like that. Nothing nothing major. But if, if an explosion like that ever happened, I always thought of, can you imagine the villains that would be created from this town? <laughs> People who think they deserve better and too many entitled and entitlement type people. Exactly. But that's what happens in um, uh, Static Shock. And you have a couple of them who bleed off into heroes. But it's funny from stuff like that, 90% of your people become the villain. So you have a handful of heroes and there's like five villains to every hero, you know, at least. So uh, anyway, back to the Joker a bit. And then uh, my favorite portrayal of the Joker in any animated series will be Mark Hamill. Any day, any time, I will take Mark Hamill hands down. Yeah. People go to conventions and want Mark Hamill to sign pictures of Luke Skywalker. No, I want him to sign a picture of the Joker. That's me. Um. So uh, apparently he actually originally wasn't cast for the Joker. He was originally cast for uh, Mr. Freeze. And then they got him to do an audition for the Joker. And he's like, you know what? I'm not going to get it. So he did this off-the-wall Joker, crazy, insane, whatever. <clears throat> and then the guy who was going to, he passed away, he was going to do the voice of the Joker. And then they call him back and they're like, yeah, we really like what you did, so I want you to be the Joker. It's actually, it's actually there's a YouTube video, you can check it out, he talks about it. <clears throat> um, so other villains, uh, anyone in particular you know, even if it's a big one? like In all honesty, I only do remember the big ones. Uh, I remember from, it was a story arc in DC, the, the main one that I remember was Brimstone. Brimstone, yes. Yeah. Big, gigantic, I'm gonna eat your freaking city, and he's taken out by all, all of, uh, by who? Deadshot. <laughs> <laughs> one single bullet takes him out. Like, holy crap. Um, um, let's see, other ones? I really, I'm sorry to jump in here, but Deadshot, talking about him in the series, <laughs> You know, at first, he kills what's-his-name brother, and you have a hate on for him. Diggler. Diggler. John Diggler. Yeah. But now you just love to hate him. You just love him. He's, just he's, he, he's a dick every time you see him, and he and he's like, he like rubs it in like, yeah, sorry I killed your brother, but hey, what can you do to me, you know? Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do? Honor and everything. Yeah. So I, Deadshot is one I really, really liked. Uh, apparently, he's being portrayed by Will Smith in the... In the, uh, the movie? In the movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he it, might be able to do it. It might. That's what I we'll mean. See. We'll see. See, that's the thing. Like, um, a lot of people are like, they cast their heroes and their villains and all that stuff in the live action movies, and they're like, yeah, nobody could have played a better one than this. I could probably come up with a few that could have played it better in a different way or whatever. See, and how I approach it is. I approach it as he did a really good version. Now, who can do better? Yeah. Like, everyone was like, uh, oh, Batfleck, Batfleck, Batfleck. You I want to see it. He's gonna, you know what? Watch Argo. He did a phenomenal job acting and directing that movie. Um, so uh, there's been a few since then that he's been great in. I think he's going to do Batman awesome. I think it's he's going to turn it around and do it. Gonna, people are going to go, wait, where where's this guy been? He's been here all along. He just ignored him because he was because of Daredevil, you hated he, him because of Daredevil. Because they were stereo, you're stereotyping him, yeah. Um, but for me, the movie is it's always like I know it's not going to be the exact same thing as a, as the comics, so I'm not going to approach it, it that way. I'm just going to watch. I, I'm just going to watch it to 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 really enjoy it. Like Bill Bixby as Banner in the Incredible Hulk television series. It's not really a guy you think of as Bruce Banner or as, as Banner, uh, but he played the role damn well. He did. He played you know, it awesomely, and I really liked Bill Bixby in the original uh, Incredible Hulk. Yeah, like um, another one, like we were talking about this with the Marvel Cinematic one, is is Ed Norton did an okay job mm-hmm. of he um, did, but Ru- Mark Ruffalo uh, took he, it. He portrays he, the remorseful, sad, yeah, you know, torn Bruce Banner that doesn't ever want to become the Hulk and then you have the flip of the coin and there's the Hulk and you can see a tiny bit of the intelligence just a tiny bit enough to say you know puny gods yeah (laughs) my favorite in the first Avengers movie was everybody in his uh, Captain America's like barking out orders and he's like and Hulk (laughs) smash smiles and jumps you know so but Mark Mark Ruffalo did everyone was like oh they should have got Edward Norton and then Mark Ruffalo comes in and just goes up against your face and you're like 
Wow. Yeah, he st- he he made it his own. Yeah. And so I think we're bleeding out of the comic here. We're going to yeah, more TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. We're gonna get back topic here because we can we can do that. You know us. You've you listened to our shows. You know. Um. So lesser knowns and and villains is the ones who came in and you were like, yeah, you have your big guys and your big villains, but your smaller ones are always the ones that like I like. Again, I talked about the Flash. I liked his lesser known villains than his mainstream. Professor Zoom and Zoom and all those type yeah. of people, right? And for me, like I said, I said it before, the, the underdogs, I mean, they seem to have more character. They're not all flash and, flash and crap, you know? It's not... But the, the ones, like, you have your main for Batman is Joker. Every villain you have about Joker. But I like the Penguin in, in, in Batman. I loved this this deformed um rich guy who gets thrown in the gutter and, you know, comes back as a criminal. Yeah. And they're portraying him pretty good, Oswald Cobblepot in Gotham. I don't know if you haven't seen the series. No, I haven't watch watched it. any yet. It's on my it's on my to watch list. Um, Killer Croc. Where's Killer Croc and all the? I loved Killer Croc. This dim-witted, like genetically altered man with the crocodile features, and you know, it was. It, I just enjoyed him because Batman would have to really fight him. He would just outwit him, but he was just that smash, smash. He was your lizard of the DC yeah. universe. Right, because yeah. you had your you had your flip the Riddler. I loved the Riddler for Batman. Everyone's like, ah, oh, Joker, blah blah blah. No, the Riddler to me, I love that guy who just used his mind and riddled you to death. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, I don't know, like whom else you can think of if anybody uh, I'm see I'm trying that's that's the problem like it's been a very long time and since again, I read comics and you so... said you didn't follow DC as much no I uh, you were more I was more off the beaten path like uh Megalith and Samory and uh then in the, in the the new universe for Marvel was like DP7 and Cy Cy4 Cyhawk 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 like Starbrand was one of my favorite ones to this day it still is one of my favorite ones like I I didn't I was never really in the in the mainstream in any particular and I have to admit I was in the mainstream. Like, I'm not um, knocking the I, mainstream. You yeah. Know? It's I, just, it, it didn't really interest me. I, I but a that... lot of the lesser knowns and the spinoffs is kind of what caught me too. And it's what made me collect, right? Mm-hmm. Because you want to see what happens to these other characters. Again, I talked about Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. Yeah. Um, I'm Elongated Man. Um, another one I liked, I didn't follow too much, but... Uh, this is Marvel, so I'm just jumping over here, is uh, Ant-Man, the original Ant, not the one that's portrayed in the new movie. Watch it, I hear it's good, I'm going to check it out. Haven't seen it yet. But Ant-Man, it was just, you had Ant-Man and then DC is the one I'm getting to because he had the ability to shrink and increase his size. Adam. Adam, Ray Palmer, who yeah. they're doing in Arrow, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, and he's actually going to be in, um, what was that one I showed you there? Uh, Legends? Legends, yeah. Uh, Something Legends. Um, Anyways, new new TV series. There's, there's a lot of good stuff coming up, guys. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're going to portray Hawkgirl and Hawkman really well. We'll see. Like, I mean... Because in the new 52, it's actually the reincarnation of the two Egyptian... Yeah. Uh, well, the two aliens who landed in Egypt years ago, as where in other portrayals, it was actually just the woman who put on a uniform. Um, names here, I can't tell you, unfortunately. Yeah. Not, um, not one we really... Another another one I liked that I followed was Shazam. See, I didn't, I didn't, unfortunately. Uh, uh you had Shazam, you had Kid Shazam, uh, kid who was uh, Kid Shazam was uh basically a friend of uh Billy Batson. Billy Batson. So you had um he was paraplegic, he was in a wheelchair, but. He, uh, Shazam, uh, Billy Batten, right? Batson. Batson. I'm pretty sure it was Convinced Billy Convinced Shazam to give him the power. You know, he's Shazam, and he becomes Kid Shazam. And he's able to walk and move and everything. But the cool thing about it is when he powers down, he's back in the wheelchair. Yeah. It doesn't heal him, but it gives him the want to, right? Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that Shazam is actually Captain Marvel. It's not... Shazam. Shazam. Shazam, Shazam is, is the, wizard. the wizard who gave him his power. Um, And... Uh, they had a tele- an old television series of Shazam. It ran three seasons, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, I, that's the other thing. I remember the television series. And I'll be honest, horrible. <laughs> I don't know how it got three seasons. There was it had high points, you know, as I remember. Shazam! And that's what I that's what I liked. Um 
my two favorite quips on that is when it was Superman versus Shazam and he grabs Superman and because Superman's weak to magic and he's just like, Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. And the lightning keeps striking Superman, right? And it's hurting him. Um, the other one is uh, if you ever played the game DC versus Mortal Kombat, leading over to video games here. That's a different episode. That's it's different funny because one of Captain Marvel's moves is he runs behind you, grabs you, goes, Shazam, and you get struck by lightning. It's actually pretty cool. <laughs> but that's what I remember. And, um, yeah, because originally it was uh, his father was killed yeah, um, I, I, by I a scientist uh, who worked with his father, and he ends up finding out that he was the one who killed his father because his father was finding out too much. But anyway, a lot of, like I say, the lesser knowns. Um, Marvel Universe, like Miss Marvel, I'm really hoping they do that movie justice i'm really hoping they get uh someone to portray her as you know her like which miss marvel is it though is it the original one or is it the the one this is that the one that rogue drains completely yes i wonder if they're going to tie that in somehow i don't know they might because but different universes i know that's what i'm saying like how how, like you can't because fox has yeah fox has the rights right yeah so there's nothing you can do, and Fox just needs to get smart and get on the Marvel bandwagon. No offense, Fox, but I know you're trying to keep it your own. You have plenty other ways you can go with other things. Get in, give up the rights, but negotiate something where you're going to get your hand in that Marvel pocket. Yeah. That's what Sony did. Sony's like, dang, Marvel, good job. Here's Spider-Man. Can we get some of that pie? Yeah. Can you imagine the movie that could be made for the X-Men, even after X-Men Apocalypse, if Marvel had the rights, yeah, the crossovers they can do, yeah, <laughs> it's like nerdgasm. Yep, 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 yep. So, um, that'd be an interesting movie or or set of movies, Secret Wars. That would be because that's where Marvel is right now, is in yeah. the Secret War, and and with everything uh, going on uh, next month, they're revamping everything. So uh, we're actually going to be going uh, to a comic book uh, store and uh, buying a few issues of each, and we're going to start following this. And we'll uh, let you know how things are going to go after Secret Wars. Then we're going to buy some condensed books and we're going to catch up on the new 52 in DC. And And I'm uh, thinking of checking out that uh, Marvel Unlimited that I mentioned on the one there. Yeah, and if you you get it, like I say, we can even split an account. uh, So yeah, basically, like I say, what we talked today was just about... Lesser knowns and what we liked, what we didn't. Because, again, we could blabber on forever. And and see, with me, the problem is I remember the main ones I read. But I, I read, I know I read more than that. If I were to sit down and look at a list of titles from, like, the 80s, it'd be like, I read that. Oh, shit, I remember that. That's what it would be like for me, you know? For me, I would have to see the comic book covers. Yeah. That's what drew me in was the artwork. You see that cover and you're like, oh. I gotta check that out, you know. Yeah, and for me, like I said, it was it was just like I, I I'm really bad because like I'm also uh we both are, but we're, I'm a gamer, so all the rules and stuff like that for like Dungeons and Dragons and all that stuff, it kind of just bleeds into my mind and it's taken over and shit. So I forget a lot of the stuff that I used to you know read, watch, and stuff like that. But I see a part of it and it's like, oh, I remember that. God, I gotta get it again. And that's where I'm right now with with like with this with our with Comic Train. I I, I find myself going, oh, I really want to read some more firestorm oh i really want to read some captain adam i would i really would like to read like you know some x-men yeah i used to be into x-men x-force new mutants i'd love to get them all again but i don't have that much money yeah i remember but the the marvel unlimited uh would be awesome yeah i know that's why i want to get into it because like it it could be good it's just i heard your uh comic bento was disappointing Ah, 50 bucks for four graphic novels. Okay, admittedly, one of them is a hardcover. That's the the complete Dracula. I haven't read, uh, I've only read part of the Vampirella one. They're good. Like, the, I flipped through them and stuff like that. The illustrations are great. I mean, but... You're disappointed. I'm disappointed that I only got four. I should, like, I realized that... For $50, that, you could have went and got four condensed books of of something you would Well, maybe. It depends. Like, we don't know the prices on them right now, unfortunately. So uh, They range anywhere from 15 to 35 $45. Yeah, so I mean... It depends on what series you're going yeah. with. But still, still, you you getting them... And I think they probably said the horror one because it's close to Halloween. Right? Yeah, probably. Like, um, I'm going to stay in it for a couple months just to see what I get. Um, it might give me a few lead-ins, like next month's, or, yeah, well, next month's might have something to do with the new the new stuff for Marvel. Marvel. So, I, like, I'm going to stay in it, but it, it, I admittedly, it, I was disappointed. I mean, I, I love the artwork in it and stuff like that. It was really good. It's just, I was hoping for more. Like, I was hoping for 
like an issue of like Batman or an issue of X Men or something like that. You know, like the smaller ones, not graphic novels. Yeah, what? just you know, just like so your paperback comic, then you yeah. go, "Ooh, this is issue number like three. I'm gonna check it out." Yeah, well, I I would I didn't I wouldn't care about what issue it was and stuff like that. It, I was looking for the a diverse like a grab bag. You know, like yeah. here here's ten comics. That that would have been like ten comics and a graphic novel would have been very worth it. Admittedly, for graphic novels, especially one being a hardcover and their size, like they're pretty beefy i can i can see the value like the monetary value of it it's the i was hoping for a large selection that i could kind of sit down and go so you can diversify yeah like with. just and, and you could sit there and go oh there's a bunch of everything i can mm -hmm. dabble my fingers in here yeah and see what's going on and yeah. see what catches my interest it's kind of like an uh, the arrow you know first first episode i i wasn't all that happy with you know kind of thing We'll see how second episode and third episode go. You know, second month, third month. We'll see. I usually don't give up on on my nerd stuff like that. Like uh, I'm all. I've also got a subscription to Loot Crate, which I really love. Oh, I forgot your apron. That's okay. Damn it. Someday I'll have Loot Crate. Someday. But I'm really enjoying the Loot Crate. I was. I was. I got hoping... a new fence though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was hoping for that kind of like uh, feeling for the bent the comic bento. It just wasn't there. But we'll see. Like, But maybe Loot Crate set your expectations too high. Could be. Because you didn't get any swag with it. You just got four books, right? Yeah. Well, I love books, so I mean, that wouldn't that didn't really bother me. It's just, it, like, they were all four. I'm not a big horror comic reader. I never really was. I was more of the science fiction type. Like, yeah, which, you know, which bled over a little bit into supernatural, but not exactly horror. Yeah. So, I mean, that was disappointing. But like I said, I'll give it a chance. I'll 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 wait to see what what happens and stuff like that. But it's not bad, I guess. Like I really like the artwork in a lot of them. There's a lot. That's yeah, good. That's yeah. good. There was a Vampirella. There was a Dean Koontz. Uh, I can't remember the title of it. Grim was the other one. And then there was the Complete Dracula, which was the hardcover, See. which is about about almost a I'd say half an inch thick. So See, I mean, it's worth Dracula and Grim carry my wife might like. But um, she, like I say, she couldn't. She 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 likes her novels. She yeah. doesn't like her. She doesn't like the layout of comics. So, yeah. which is why uh, you know it set us sets us apart. Um, we'll get her an Archie book. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Here you go. How's Betty and Veronica? Apparently, he's dead now. Eh? Yeah, they killed Archie off. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Who knew? Apparently, you did. Yeah. Well, you gotta follow this small stuff, eh? <laughs> I have too much time on my hands. And I like to. Um, <laughs> I wonder how many comments you're going to get on that one. So uh, that pretty much is going to wrap us up, I guess, for tonight. Um, again, we want to uh, uh, talk about and bleed out to our sponsors. Uh, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. We have an RRS feed. And uh, we also uh, are hosted on Welcome to Planet Bob on Facebook. Uh, they just recently recorded another episode of Double D Talks and their 23rd episode, which was Back to the Future. I so wish they would have included me in that episode. I know. I fell for you. As soon, as soon as he announced that they were probably going to do it, I was thinking, oh, Brian's going to shit himself. I just wanted to drive to Nova Scotia and meet them. Wait, kick in the door. You're not doing this episode without me. <coughs> if you can't tell, Back to the Future is my favorite movie of all time, ever, ever, and again. No other movie compares, in my opinion. In my opinion as people will take that and go with it um <laughs> so anyway thank you again for tuning into another episode of comic train my name is brian i'm james and thank you and have yourself a great evening <laughs>